0: Thank you for downloading this podcast from Emmanuel Church Lurgan. At Emmanuel, our vision is to help rewrite the story of Craigavon, Ireland and the nations with the good news of the Kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy listening to this message. You all, good morning and thank you for the opportunity to share the Word of God with you. It's a great delight to do that and happy Mother's Day, all mothers. Following Jesus in all of life has been our theme. Philip's been carrying that through for a few weeks in the whole aspect of uh, prayer. Uh, this morning, uh, <clears throat> when the Lord had led in my heart a few weeks ago, just to, to share with you how we follow Jesus in in all of life, and especially in our in workplace, in the marketplace. Uh uh, so the marketplace is, uh, in former times anyway, it was a sort of an open air, open air gathering, an open space in the, in the local towns where uh, people came together, they, they brought in their livestock and uh, they exchanged money and they, plenty of backslapping, slapping, you know, and spitting on the hand and all that sort of stuff, those handshakes. And. It was a time of interaction with one another, and it was community, <clears throat> so people people, people gathered, and it was society. And today, when we refer to the marketplace, we refer to I suppose, a different aspect of that. It's, it's, it's like the whole uh, arena of commercial dealings, uh, all types of business and commerce and institutions for justice for local government and health, education, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we spend most of our lives, don't we, as people in those particular areas in the present day. And I feel that the, the present day, and what I want to speak about this morning is present day marketplace has uh, become our workplace. We call it the workplace. We refer to our working week, don't we? Monday to Friday or working week, and what I want us to study this morning and to look at, maybe in a, in a fresh way, is how, uh, maybe maybe take a different look at our our jobs, our work, our vocation, in respect of how we how are we reflecting Jesus, yeah, in our in our workplace. So if we're following Jesus in all of life, then how are we following Jesus in our daily work? So Colossians 3.23. There was a slide there, wasn't there, of uh, uh, a group of guys with hard hats and all on. That's the sort of environment that I've been working in for 55 years. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's the way we dress. Don't know why you can pick me and Kenny out or not there. But... <laughs> We're the best looking two guys there, so Colossians three, twenty-three to twenty-five. You know, it's a, it's a great verse. It says, Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you will receive a reward over the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Now Following Jesus in all of life, in that way, you know it's it's easy, isn't it, or relatively easy to follow Jesus and to serve Jesus and to be like Jesus when we come together like this on Sunday in church, isn't it? Relatively easy to um, to to be like Jesus when others are like-minded. Not much of a taste of our spirituality here today, sure's not, when everybody. Uh, that we we look everybody that we mix with and talk they sort of see eye to eye with us but for most of it uh, it's more more challenging I think more difficult tomorrow when we uh, go into our working week Monday through Friday in the in the workplace and for the majority of us here in the workplace. <clears throat> we'll spend on average 40 percent of our time at work yes that's a huge chunk of our time isn't it and some of you guys maybe that have your own business thinking well i wish you know it's maybe more like 50 percent of your time but that's that's a huge chunk of of our lives that we spend in the workplace and so i thought uh, you know be worth looking at the importance of how we follow Jesus in, in the workplace, how we reflect Jesus in that area where God has placed us. And if you've spent any length of time in, in the workplace, you will understand and have observed that there's many different types of attitudes. There's many different types of personalities that you come across there's also many different ways of approaching the job and uh, we that that's understandable because we're all different yeah we're all unique in in our ways and we we have different habits we have different experience at work we have different opinions and different aspirations and um, When these differences converge, yeah, when they come together in the workplace, that can cause stress, can't it? And if it goes uh, unchecked, then conflict ensues. And how do we then, that's the question, how do we then as Christians, remember following Jesus in all of life, following Jesus or trying to follow Jesus in the, in the workplace? How do we as Christians have the right attitude and the right approach uh, with which to do our work? How do we get along with our fellow workers? How do we get along with our, our colleagues? How do we get along with our bosses? Yeah, that's, that's the question. How do we act before them more importantly how do we re- react i think people if we say we're christians people are more take more, more of an interest in how we react to situations yeah and so <clears throat> it's important and so firstly uh, we need to remember that the job or the vocation and and when we use those words when we use the word job or vocation actually uh, I was interested to find out this week that um, the word actually means uh, to call yeah vocation means to call or a call The, the clues in the word vocal, vocation a call and so our vocation is actually a calling it's a call similar to a call to be a minister or to be a pastor yeah you ever think of it like that that your job is a calling it's a calling um similar to that of a church so think about that and so uh, with that in mind we need to understand its role you know what is this, this job I'm in, this vocation I'm in? What is, this, what is the, the, this role or the significance in our lives and how we are to act and interact uh, within that role? Because God is a place for you in the workplace. God has called you to that job. It might not be what you want it to be. It might not be where you particularly want to spend the rest of your life. But at the present time, if you're in a job... That's where God has called you. That's your vocation. And God is a place for you in the workplace to be. Listen, God has placed you there to be the difference that makes a difference. To be the difference that makes a difference. And at the present time, your job is your ministry. (laughs) You ever think of your job as being... A ministry. Well, your job is a ministry. And it's every bit as important as working in a church environment. You need to know that. Okay? Because ministry is not confined to church on Sunday. Ministry is not confined to church on Sunday. Ministry is your service for God, where he has placed you in his overall program. Yeah? god is in charge god is in control and he has placed you in a certain place for his program and it is you there using your gift using your talent in the service of others for the glory of god that is your ministry saying that church is important yeah church is vitally important to us. It's important that we come to church, to come together for, like this, for fellowship. We come together for, to be edified. We come together to be encouraged. We uh, come together uh, just for general, for, 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 for fellowship together as believers. But you know, And that's so important and we dare not neglect that because the scripture even encourages us not to neglect the assembling of ourselves together. And So we don't neglect that. But having said that, typically church happens once or twice a week. Sunday uh, today and maybe life group during the week or prayer meeting or whatever. And so as followers of Jesus in all of life, We're not going to really impact our community if we all stay here, yeah? Good as as it is um, to be together like this, uh, it's not going to impact our community. We need to have foremost in our minds that our job is not something we have to do, but that it directly connects us to our community. It directly connects us to our city. Our job directly connects us to the people that we're praying for. Yeah? And so that's how uh, important it is. And when, when we leave here today, so we come here morning, we come in the evening, but when we, we leave here, we disperse. Yeah. But where do we, where do we disperse to? We, dis, we disperse into the community. We disperse into society. And so, do, so tomorrow, some of us will turn up in different places, yeah? Some of you will go into the, the public sector, some into the private sector, some will go into the voluntary sector, some will go into health, education, some will go into sports, some into media, some into manufacturing, some into retail. All the, all the various places where we will find ourselves tomorrow if God spurs us. Okay? But you know the important thing, and this is what want to get you to really grasp today. Wherever you go into tomorrow, right? Because you have gone to that place of work, because you are there, Christ is there. Think about that. And cast a whole new uh, reflection on it. the fact that where you are, Christ is there. Christ is actually present in society and in the community through the work and the work life of the believer. And you have, and and in that you have no better opportunity. You have no better opportunity to be salt and light than you have through your work and through your work life. And so, I can't emphasize enough, your job is a ministry. Your job is a calling. Your job is a ministry. And if you keep that uppermost in your thoughts, it will not only take away the sense of uh, having to go to work tomorrow, but it will more challenge you as to how you do your work, because you're carrying Christ into that workplace, you're re- representing Him, and people are looking at you to see Christ in you and through you. Okay, and you have the privilege. Yeah, if we could see it like that, you have the privilege of representing Jesus in your workplace and carrying His presence into the guys that you mix with. It's a great privilege and it's a great honor to be able to do it. Matthew 5, verse 13 and 14, Jesus commands us to make our faith evident, doesn't he, to everyone around us. And you wonder when you read that, did did Jesus really mean church? (laughs) Or did Jesus really mean work? And... uh, because living that, that kind of life in a, in a secular workplace is not going to be easy. And so I'm not saying it's easy. It's important that we do it, but it's not easy. And many of the things that we do in church, you know, for instance, the language that we use in church, right, the way, we, the way we talk to each other, the type of language that we use, um, and the tools that we use in church aren't going to work in the workplace. It's just not going to work so uh, sometimes we try to transfer what we do in church into the workplace but that doesn't work so you know what I'm saying is don't don't try to be a holy joe right or a holy josephine because that only puts people off yeah it's, it's the reality of living uh, a life of uh, Christ-like life, and what I'm saying is, you know, be free, feel free to enter into the banter, okay, to enter into the crack that goes on in the workplace. Now, don't stand aloof because <clears throat> that that isolates you from people. But enter into the banter, enter into the crack, provided it's clean, and also provided. It's not at somebody else's expense, isn't there? In fact, you know, if somebody else who is absent in the conversation is getting a hard time, you try and say something positive about them. And you'd be surprised how that can change the tone of the conversation. <clears throat> you see, we're there as salt and light. Salt is to prevent corruption. That's what it was used for. And light dispels the Darkness. And we are supposed to be salt and light. So, all I'm saying on that is, we we need to be able to adapt to the workplace culture. But you know, saying that, adapting to a workplace culture doesn't mean compromising our faith. You know, because there's a line. As Christians, we have a line, and we don't transgress. That line. And people get to know where the line is. And we have many biblical examples of men and women who rose to power, right, and, and still maintain their spiritual integrity. You think of people like Daniel and Moses and Joseph. Like, think about those guys, you know. Think about Daniel living in a palace. Think about Moses, 40 years he spent in a palace. Went through, uh, got his education of the high, at the highest level. Trained to be a soldier for 40 years. And then became uh, a mighty man of God. It's people like Paul, who worked as a tent maker. And then the ladies, Deborah, she was a judge. Yeah, she judged the nation. And Esther, my goodness. You know, these people served a prophetic purpose from a professional platform. They served a prophetic purpose from a professional platform. And that was operating in in high levels, in high places. And these people transformed cities. They saved the direction of nations. They thwarted and intercepted the plans of the enemy. And they all they did that all from their strategic uh, position in the workplace, in the marketplace. And I look around and sometimes in our church and thank God for, for, for all you guys who are serving God in the community. And many of you also... Uh, serving in positions of influence. So your job is your ministry. Just like these guys, you can do great things for God uh, in your workplace. So remember the sanctity of your job. And then secondly, how do you do your work? Colossians 3.23 again says, do it heartily. Yeah? Neil was reminding me at the break that that word heartily means with your heart and soul. With all your heart and soul. You know the way I used to say, put your heart and soul into it. Yeah? That's where it comes from, here. Yeah? We have to uh, serve the Lord with and do our work heartily. That's That's a tough passage to follow, isn't it? It's tough sometimes. But at least it gives us a promise of a reward. Along with a warning. If we don't do it right. So, whatever we do, we should do it heartily as unto the Lord. Because it's not just the boss you're pleasing. And of course, you have to try and please him by all means. You have to. It's not just the company you're working for, it's the Lord. Isn't that what it says? Do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. And verse 24 says, knowing that of the Lord you will receive the reward, for you serve the Lord Christ. So in your job, you're working for your boss, you're working for the company, but primarily you're working for the Lord. You're representing Christ in opposition. You're working for the Lord, and if you do it well, yeah, you might not get a reward from your boss or from your company, but there's a promise of a reward from God. He is the one who gives you the reward. So it's the Lord. He's the one you're working for. And He is the one that you will receive your reward from. Unfortunately, you know, in life, Christians haven't always been a light in the dark world in this area. Yeah? In fact, in some cases, Christians have had a bad reputation when it comes to their work life. They call in sick just as often. They stand with their fob or with their card at the clock, waiting for the hour to come round to punch out. They slack off, they don't get their work done. They gossip about their boss or their fellow worker behind their backs. They react to problems and difficulties and frustrations within their work in a non-Christian manner. That is a tragedy. That is a bad witness. That is a bad, a bad testimony. You know, it would be, uh, be far better not professing Christ or confessing Christ. It would be better not telling people that they were Christians because their behavior is most definitely not doing their work as unto the Lord. <clears throat> because in your work is your testimony. You know, we've, we've got this idea sometimes that people come to give their testimony, so they stand up here or places like this to tell how the Lord saved them. But that's not the real testimony. The test Their testimony is how they live their lives at home. Their testimony is how they live their lives at work, how they represent Christ in their work. Yeah? I could stand up and tell you here how I would see it, but have a really bad testimony in my home or in my work. So we see the importance of it? So if you want to know what I'm really like, can you ask your eye, or, or or ask my workmates? Uh, and that's where your true or your real testimony is okay so time's flying on Um, colossians 4 verse 1 in the message says um, that we are to treat uh, those who 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 work for us and with us well and if you own your own business or run your own business, uh, then this applies as well. Because in that we have partners, yeah? We have employees, we have customers. But we're not simply working for them. And of course we, we need to look after them and be good to them, but we are working for the Lord. And if we're working for the Lord well, then we will be looking after all these things. So that all said, this is Mother's Day and we don't want to neglect the ladies and maybe um, and I know that some of you may have chosen to be a stay at home mother. It's just a word so so to young people as well. You know, some of you guys haven't got a job yet, some of you will be going out to work. And the thing that I the advice that I give to you is this. From day one, take your stand as a believer. Don't leave it for a while because then it becomes more difficult. But take your stand from day one. I don't mean you go and start preaching to everybody. But just take your stand. Make, make sure that people know that you have a line that you're not going to cross from, from day one. Uh, and that will be of great benefit to you. And as I said, some of you mothers... Uh, have chosen to be stay at home mothers, and maybe you're feeling a bit out of this this morning that this is not really for you. Well, let me tell you, uh, let me remind you of the verse in again in Colossians uh, where it says, Whatever you do, you do it heartily as unto the Lord with, with all your heart and soul. And I know it's, uh, it's not hard. Or not easy to do the, the mundane things of life hardly looking after wee ones uh, as, as a grandparent i'm not often put in charge of the wee ones because i don't really have the patience but <laughs> <laughs> you know when i do i think my goodness you know it used to be like the man's world the man comes home from work uh, and he expects everything sorted out for him and i'm thinking no when the man comes home from work, he should be setting the the mummy down and she should be getting the rest because I think looking after is is far harder than doing a hard day's work. So, yeah, so it's not easy, you know, doing these mundane things, hardly, but, you know, Jesus told us, yeah, and we've looked at this before, Jesus told us to make disciples, didn't he? And I think that this is one of the greatest opportunities and one of the most concentrated opportunities uh, to follow through on that command. Because you'll never regret the time you spend with your kids. You'll never regret the time you spend nurturing, teaching, playing with your children. You'll never, I, I will say, the o- only thing you'll ever regret is you never, that you never spent more time with them. Yeah, because they grow up so fast. And so it's a tremendous role uh, that you play in that. But I also know many mothers here uh, would love to be able to be at home with their children. They would love to be able to do that. But circumstances of all kinds keep them in the workplace. And to you, I would say this this morning, that the Lord knows your heart. The Lord knows your heart, desire, and the Lord and God has called you into the work that you're now doing, and given you, and you need to know that God will bless you, and He will bless your family, even as you're obedient in some of these hard things and some of these hard decisions in life. And then, as a finish, if you're unemployed. This morning, or if you lost your job, or <clears throat> if you're not able, but for health reasons, to be in a job, uh, what's the word of the Lord for you this morning? Um, there's a, a verse uh, in Hebrews four, as well known to you all, um, and I know that if, if you're in that position this, this morning of unemployment, you really love to work, but you're not able to get a job. And for all these other reasons, you're not able to work. Your faith at this time can be really tested. And your faith, <clears throat> more than ever, I, I think, or I know, will play a huge part um, in your life and a huge role in your life. And the Bible says that we, as believers, must trust God even in the hard circumstances, even in the hard places. we got to hold on and trust God and come to God. God says, you know, come, bring it to me, bring, bring it to me. Come boldly into my presence. Come boldly before the throne of grace that you might obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. And while it may not be seen, in, in in this moment, but God is by your side, and God cares for you, and you must know that He always has a bigger plan, even though it might be shaded uh, at the moment. So all I say this week, in the workplace, remember your vocation, your job wherever you go into tomorrow, that's your ministry, yeah? That's how you follow Jesus in all of life. Follow Jesus in this big part of your life. Whatever season uh, of life that is for you at the moment, just remember what Solomon said, yeah? Because you may change your job, but no matter what you're doing, no matter who you work for or what you're working at, Solomon said this, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Yeah? And this reminder is important to me as well. It seems my, my first responsibility is to the Lord when I'm at work. Your first responsibility when you're going to work tomorrow is to the Lord. Yeah? If, if it's to the Lord and you're working for the Lord you're going to please your boss yeah. you're going to get on with your colleagues you're going to be able to sort out the issues Yeah, th- those will all follow if you uh, keep foremost in your mind that you're working for the Lord it's a great thing you know to think Jesus is my boss Jesus is my boss and so my first responsibility is to the Lord tomorrow when I go to work and I'm not allowed just to do enough. I'm, I'm not allowed just to do enough to get by. I, I'm working for the Lord. Jesus is my boss, so I am looking for excellence in my work because I want to please Him, first and foremost. Okay? Uh, I think, you know, if, if, if there are issues around your work, uh, what we said earlier, If if you're having problems at work, if you find it difficult to get on with your boss or with people, uh, or if you're unemployed and you would love to be working, but you can't find a job, or if your health is preventing you from work. So, you know, I I recommend that you you see the guys at the back go to the prayer ministry team and get them to, to pray for that. And also to commit to you, if you're unemployed, to try... And commit to you to pray this through with you until you find a job suitable to you. Thank you for listening to the Word of God this morning. We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. For more information about our church and all that we do, please visit our website at emmanuel-church.co.uk.